0: Hey dudes, another ad here. I'm pretty sure it's the same as the first one, but I'm just going to read what they tell me. Uh, If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Okay, it's all bullet points, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's actually how I'm recording this right now. I do everything through my phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's absolutely true. I just don't know how to get the money that I have banked. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm to get started. All right, fuckos, back to your regular scheduled bullshit podcast. Hey, fuckos, I'm going to re record this ad just in case you've been listening to a bunch of episodes and it's gotten a little scale. I'll try to freshen it up for you. So here we go, round two. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? And most importantly, how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to that and every one of those questions is really simple, and it's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's entirely free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now with this ad. One to two sentences about how do you like to use Anchor? I like Anchor because it's an app on my phone and that's all I need. You don't even need a microphone. You can just talk into your phone and it'll record it. You can check all the analytics. You can do all the editing straight on the device you're recording from. So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing so, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. And I can't wait to hear your bullshit podcast as well.
1: Some may think it's boring being a wall calendar, but I love it. You get to hang on walls all day, and people write stuff on you, like sandwich names. What, you don't write sandwich names on your calendar? Then you must not know about Subway Restaurant's sub of the day. Each day, it's a different 6-inch sub for $4.39 or foot long for $7.49, like sweet onion chicken teriyaki on Wednesday and turkey breast on Thursday. Get your calendar. Write it down. Subway. Make it what you want. For a limited time at participating restaurants, cannot be combined with other offers, plus applicable taxes, additional charges for extras.
0: Hey, what's going on, dudes? It's another episode. It's the one hundredth episode of Wrestling with Myself. Myself being your host for every goddamn podcast since the inception of this abortion hacker, Scotty O'Shea. I know a lot of people. I think the past two or three podcasts have not been uploaded for whatever reason. I think the last podcast that is actually online for you to listen to is the Mellow... No, the Mellow one's not up. Is the Steve Brown Nugget Challenge, which we did in 2017. I think it was the 30th. It was the same night as the UFC pay-per-view. It is currently March 8th, Year of Our Lord 2018, and there's two podcasts floating in... um, I don't know what you'd call it. Online purgatory, I guess. Um... Because we are at episode 100. Hopefully by the time this episode goes up, the two lost episodes will be up as well, 98, 99. Uh, I know I promised you I tried so hard to have a sex worker, an exotic dancer, you know, a rub and tugger to come on for my 100th episode. I really wanted to do that. I was close many times. I tried really hard. But boy, oh boy, is it hard to get scheduling right with a girl in the adult industry. And, uh... Uh, we were supposed to have a stripper come on with me and Steve last week, and then she canceled last minute, and then uh, last night she was supposed to come back, and I couldn't do it last night, last minute, and uh, I've tried to do phone interviews with people, Skype interviews with people. It's just not working out. I can't stand waiting this long. I have totally backed myself into a corner promising this podcast, and I'm going back on my promise. Hear me out right now. It's happening. It's happening. The adult industry worker will not be on this podcast, but she will be on in a later one. I just couldn't hold out without recording any longer. So like I said, I'm digressing once again. Hopefully by the time this goes online, episode 100, you will also be able to hear episode 98 and 99 that were recorded in like January and for some reason they've just never made it online. I've sent it. I got to get on Matt Grant, I guess. He probably forgot about it cuz he's been working 50 hours a week regardless. This is the 100th episode of Wrestling with Myself, and it's also about 3 years to go to the day that I started this podcast, which if you're good at math equals out to about 33 and a third podcasts a year, you know. So that's pretty good. That's about one what that's what every three weeks no no I I really spoke three a month that's not right yeah about three a month that's pretty good that's better than I thought so you can go uh, once every 10 days I give you a new episode of wrestling with myself you probably download it you listen to it you make it five minutes in the audio quality hasn't improved at all I'm still using the same microphone I bought on the day I started this bullshit Um, so yeah, if you've listened to one episode, 10 episodes, they're all 100, thank you very much. I'm going to continue to do it, even if I have no listeners ever. I don't care. I love doing this. So if you enjoy it, just, uh, rest easy knowing that these are going to be, start turning out a lot faster than they have been lately. I hate that, um... Yeah, I tried so hard getting a sex worker on this one that I just kept pushing it back, pushing it back, because I didn't want to release the episode without releasing what I promised, but I couldn't do it anymore. So I did what my original idea was at, like, episode 40, and that was if I was to ever get to 100 episodes, or some kind of milestone episode, and let's be real, 100 episodes of mostly me just talking to myself into a microphone is pretty amazing. Some of these podcasts are like three hours long as well. So, what I did, I went back, I downloaded, re-downloaded every goddamn episode I've ever done. And I scanned through every goddamn episode I've ever done. And tried to take out some best of clips, we can call it, even though it's not the best of. And uh, that'll be on the back end of this podcast. That'll take up the majority of the podcast. I just wanted to start this one off like usual, talking to myself while my dogs sit on the couch, and I'm in my basement. Steve's not here today. Uh, He's coming over tomorrow. Maybe we'll record another one. If it's up to me, honestly, I'd record. I'd have this like a CNN news radio show where we do everything but talk about the news. I'd I'd release one every day, and I get no money from this bullshit. I just enjoy doing it. I enjoy it throwing my thoughts up to the universe, and if somebody likes it, if somebody agrees with it, or better yet, if somebody laughs with it, no matter how much the potty humor may um, amaze you or, you know, disgust you, as long as you're listening, I'm happy. And even if you're not listening, I'm happy, because I'm pretty easy to please. So here's to many, many more episodes. Here's to me. Being a big fat liar and not delivering what I promised. Um, And here's to me, hopefully, editing this all good enough that you can actually follow along. I actually... um, To set this best of up of me, you know, taking clips from prior episodes, I went through all the episodes. This is just me filling time, by the way, that I'm telling you this, but it's also giving you a little behind-the-music look of how um, technological, de-advanced I am. had a stroke there while I was talking, if you could hear it. But what I really did was I listened, I found the parts I'd like on what episode. I'd write down the time cues. So look at, I have a notebook beside me right now. It says episode 15, 51 minutes to 54 minutes and 24 seconds. And then it gives a description of what the, uh, that episode Best of, it's going to be about that one in particular. Would was, Jer- was jerk off stories with Josh Alexander, and then what I would do, I'd take the phone that I'm recording from my microphone right now. It's hooked up to my phone. I put it beside my uh, speaker, and then I'd play that section of that podcast as a record on my phone. So if you hear me like squeaking in the chair, I was playing video games for a while. I was on my laptop for a while. If you just hear ambient noise and you don't think that's actually from the podcast, it's because I'm just trying to be quiet beside my microphone as it records from my speaker. Um, So that took fucking forever. And then I had to upload it all onto my computer. I haven't edited any of it yet, so... God willing, I get through all that. And hopefully, I know I'm already so late on releasing this podcast, but now I really feel like the crunch is on and I want to get it out to you. So hopefully this comes out to you guys sooner than later. As I said, it's March 8th right now. Hopefully you get it. Hopefully it's out there. No later than... Uh, I. It, there's a chance I'm not going to finish it tonight. Tomorrow night's Friday. I'll stay up all night doing this if I have to. And then hopefully by March 10th, the Saturday... You can kill a couple hours listening to the best of Wrestling With Myself the past 100 episodes. And um, the quality's really shit on some episodes. I apologize. Hopefully you can listen. If you tap out almost immediately, that's fine. This is for my own ego that I just get this out into the universe. I said I'd do something for the 100th episode. And now I'm trying to go good on this. So I don't know what else to talk about. I don't really want to. This isn't going to be a normal podcast where I'm just talking shop. Uh, I just wanted to give you a little intro to that. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, if you guys have any kind of questions, comments, if you know somebody that wants to come on, if you want to come on, don't feel like an idiot asking. I'm, I, if you're willing to donate some time to my podcast, I'm more than willing to talk to you. I think a lot of people, I know a lot of people have wanted to come on the podcast, but they don't want to ask and because uh, they don't want to feel like a mark for themselves or anything. It's never anything like that. If you're willing to donate some time for me, I'm more than willing to have you on my podcast. It's a help, you help, it's a help me help you situation anyways. Um, thank you to everybody who's ever come on the podcast, especially if you've come over to record, which is 99% of everyone. Uh, for real, I don't put this over enough, but I really genuinely appreciate people donating their time to come talk to me. Uh, Matt Grant and the Weekly Wrestling Podcast. Guys, thank you so much for uploading this, making it so easy for me. Uh, I do such minimal work, and this podcast makes it online each and every week. Um, I feel like I take advantage of you guys. I don't mean to. It's just you guys make it so easy. You're so easy to deal with. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Thank you to my family that don't listen to this podcast. I hope you continue to not listen. And if you are listening and have been listening, let's continue on just acting like you haven't heard anything and never bringing it up at family dinners or anything like that because I don't need to talk about that and this is my private life that I post publicly and I'm never going to stop and it's exhilarating getting all your dirty little secrets out in the open because then nobody has anything to pin on later on. Uh, I'm babbling here, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. And uh, I gotta make dinner soon, and maybe even a little crank if I get this editing editing done in a timely manner. It's already seven o'clock though, and uh, baby boy goes to bed around nine o'clock. And when I say go to bed, I mean watch Roseanne in my bed for about four hours, where I then try to go to sleep, and just my restless leg syndrome doesn't allow that. So in this episode, the clips, I tried to get most guests on, if I didn't get your appearance on the show on, it's not because I couldn't find anything, it was just, I did about 18 clips, and that's about an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes, and uh, my brain was turning into fucking mushy peas by the end of it, and I just had to quit, but um, yes, thank you so much guys, I'm just babbling, I apologize, I said this a million times, so let me cut this right now, Uh, Thanks for listening. If you make it through all the clips, God bless you. And let's make like a baby and head out, guys.
2: Thanks so much for 100 episodes. I genuinely mean that. Peace. And welcome, everybody, to the first, the debut, the initial
0: episode of Wrestling With Myself. With your hostess with the most mostess, Hacker Scotty O'Shea. Yes, I did decide on the podcast name being Wrestling With Myself, because I thought it was good, I thought it was witty, I thought it was clean, I thought it was something that looked like something you could see on iTunes one day. I thought it was something that when you, you researched a, a podcast about therapy, Wrestling With Myself would come up maybe. Uh, maybe when you're researching a song a podcast about wrestling, wrestling with myself would come up. And who knows, maybe I might even get thrown into the comedy category if I ever be so lucky. But thank you very much for joining us. Happy to be doing this. And we've wanted to do this for a long time. And let me stop you right now. When you start thinking, you know, a few minutes into this podcast, I'm sure it's going to sound like it. When you start going, man, this podcast sounds like a carbon coffee of Bill Burr's Monday morning co- podcast. Well, I got news for you. You couldn't be any more correct. That is it exactly. I listen to a lot of podcasts. All the wrestling, Joe Rogan Experience, uh, The Ross Report, uh, the Jim Cornette thing, uh, Bo Stone Cold's uh, podcast, uh, Talk is Jericho. I try to listen to them all, but the one that made me want to start a podcast was Bill Burr. Him just rambling about nonsense for an hour just of things pertaining to his life is what I want him to do. Because my life revolves around three things basically, I guess. uh, My girlfriend won't be happy when I say this, but professional wrestling, stand-up comedy, or comedy in general, and uh, the country music. So if you like any three of those things or a mixture of any of them, uh, you'll probably somewhat like this podcast. And if you don't like it, well, uh, I got got nothing to say. Uh, You're probably not going to like it. But... That's not saying much. So, thank you very much for joining me on this ride. I don't know how long this is going to be. I'm going to try to shoot for around an hour. Because I personally, when I listen to podcasts, I'm listening to them at work. I'm trying to kill time. So, if I put out a podcast that's, what, 20 minutes? That doesn't get you very far. So, I think if I could get to 45 minutes to an hour, I think I'm doing good. So, yes. So, wrestling with my life. No, I messed up. Shit. Wrestling for my life is the podcast name. I'm very, very, very unorganized right now. I even wrote notes to do this with, and I
2: forgot them. I'll explain where I am later on. But wrestling for my life. We'll hit that last one of post. We don't have post. Now I'm gonna s- turn the tables on you.
0: Fuck Mary, kill Smash Edition for wrestling. The three
3: names.
1: You're
0: going to know them. Okay. The three names. I'm going to go. Oh my gosh. Please don't make it people I know because <laughs> of I don't know. He's so awkward. Kirk Wormack. Okay. We got
1: Kirk Wormack. We'll go. Uh... Oh god.
3: <laughs> Please do not approach me after.
0: Player Uno.
3: Okay.
0: Kirk Wormack, Player Uno. I'd say Pepper, but we already know the answer.
4: Kirk Wormack,
0: Player Uno. And Brent
4: Banks.
3: (laughs) Oh shit! Alright. Um, let's. I'm gonna marry Brett. Brent.
0: His name's Brent. Brent. I'm just gonna
3: say I'm gonna marry Brent. Okay. Because he's he's a sweet guy. He's the best. In Um, kayfabe,
0: he's the worst, but in real life, he's the best.
3: Oh, that means I gotta fucking kill.
0: Yep. It's the two hard ones. You can marry anyone. That's the easy one.
3: Oh, shoot. Um,
0: now, you've never seen Player Uno's face.
3: I may have.
0: Well, you're not supposed to.
3: Okay, well, I haven't then. So I, I think... So let's fuck him.
0: Okay, wow.
3: Because
0: <laughs> I was going to say you could kill him because you don't really know, but all right. Oh, we, but then we go don't know. We can, it'll
3: be a mysterious... You're going to kill
0: Kurt Wormack? Yep. Is it because he's got small
2: calves? Yep. Okay, well, there you have it. Real exciting part of my week also happened yesterday so it's probably one of the most exciting
0: exciting points of my life ever so i'm gonna draw this out for you in long and boring fashion as just as much as i do any of my other stories because i have i'm at 32 minutes so yeah i'll try to kill try to kill a little more time <laughs> so yesterday i wake up wake up at 6 30 i start heading to work I live in Hamilton, I work in Burlington, so I'm going, I'm driving down the Skyway. I'm on the decline of the Skyway heading into Burlington, and I may or may not have received a text message. I'm not saying I did, and I'm not saying I didn't, and I'm not saying that text message was from one of my buddies named Trevor Harbison, and I'm not saying my buddy Trevor Harbison sent me a text message wondering if we could go slip and sliding soon. I'm not saying I opened that text message and looked at it while driving, and I'm not endorsing texting and driving because I may or may not have looked down on my phone, and by the time I looked up, BOOM! I had rear-ended a black Buick Regal on my commute to work on the downgrade, downway of the Skyway. So immediately I do it, and I'm just like, you're an idiot. You are an idiot. You're about to buy a house. you just, you just hit a car. You're an absolute idiot. So as soon as I do it, and it's nothing huge, nothing huge at all, but it was enough that there was contact made, and both drivers realized it. So I hit my blinker. I hit it to get to the shoulder. We're going right on the shoulder. We're in, like, the North Shore exit lane now. And this guy follows me, and we get to the shoulder, and as soon as we park, he runs up to me. And he, we've parked about 10 feet away. I'm looking at his car, and I'm looking. I'm like, oh, my God. There is not there is not a scratch of damage on his car. Absolutely nothing. Thank God. I'm like, oh, thank God. This, is, this was the worst thing to happen, the worst time to happen. This man runs up to me. He's an old foreign dude, maybe Italian, Romanian, Croatian. I don't know. One of the uh, ones that end with the I-A-N-S. One of them. He runs up to me i rolled down my window it's like yo are you okay he's like 65 years old scrawny little guy he's like yes yes, yes. uh driver's license so i give him my driver's license and as i hand him my driver's license i say hey can i get yours and he goes yes yeah uh, it's in my car i'm doing this terrible like chinese like east indian accent for a guy who's probably romanian Bear with me. paint him in any picture you want and that's him he runs back to his car and all of a sudden i see the engine the lights turn on again and he's signaling to get over in the left lane so i'm going okay we're just going to get it to a safer spot to talk because as he was running up against me a truck honked at him because we're, we're still on like a busy street we're just off to the shoulder a little on a bridge nonetheless so i start following and i don't know if you know the geography But we're on the downside of the Skyway, like I've said 10 times. And now he's driving. And we're about, we're getting close to Fairview Street, which is like a couple kilometers away. So I realized very shortly, this guy isn't finding somewhere safer to talk. This guy's literally driving away with my license. We haven't exchanged any information. Literally, he got out of this car so fast, came to my window, I gave him my license. I would have thought I was in on the act. It happened so fast. And he just got in his car and looked, and drove away. So now I'm like, this guy just stole my license. He didn't even look at my license plate. Like, he didn't have the time. So I start chasing this dude. Like, high-speed chase, 6.55 in the morning. And my 2006 Dodge Dakota, that doesn't accelerate, worth a damn, following like a brand-new Buick Regal. So i get beside this guy we're on the curve of fairview we're just right in front of like the movie theater the milestones at this point so we're, we're already a couple kilometers away and i'm like just laying on the horn to this guy laying it on i'm like signal like, get the hell over like we got some talking to do i just hit you and you're running we got some information to exchange or something and he, the man, I'm right beside him honking like an absolute obnoxious dipshit. And this man has two hands at ten and two, and is looking dead straight and is ignoring me entirely. So now I'm like, this guy is running. He is running from me. There is no, there is no, like, misinterpretations. He's running. Driving, like it would actually be. So I start chasing him. And, like, it's like, it's like a legit car chase. It's crazy. It was one of the most wild moments of my life. And as we're in this like heated car chase in the middle of rush hour traffic, I start laughing to myself. Like it was one of those moments. Like I I I, I have a lot where you kind of just have to take yourself out of the situation and just realize what the what the universe has granted you. And I am now in a high speed chase with a senior citizen because he has stolen my ID. And he is running from
2: the scene of a crash in which I hit him. And it was like, the biggest, strangest bulge I have ever seen. And I
3: actually messaged him and I said, excuse me, but what is in your underwear? I mean, it can't be a dick. Like, there's no way. And he's like, it's my penis. And I was like... I mean, is your, like, your dad must be a fucking elephant in the pants, because this thing was insane, and he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, I've noticed that a lot of girls find it attractive, but when it comes to having sex with it, they don't, they don't like it so much, I'm like, no, yeah, like, no shit, like, because when the thought of that thing poking our cervix gets in our head, of course, we're going to be afraid of it, you know so i was like oh my god like i gotta delete this thing this has just gone on for way too long
0: okay as a girl who had seen who has seen many a wiener in her life whether it be by via text or picture or real life is there anything flattering about a wiener pick a dick pick?
3: <sighs> honestly in my opinion not really like it's just it's, I, it's fun to see like sometimes guys have odd shaped dicks yeah, and like that to the left, exactly like curves, or like some guys will be like uncircumcised and it'll be like just really strange looking. Okay. So I enjoy poking fun at that. Okay, but besides that, it's I,
5: a little rude, by the way.
3: It's a little <laughs> nothing against uncircumcised men, That's but but like, I'll don't shoot on a lot
0: of people, but not you. Uh, juice.
3: No, I, I don't care, you know, do your thing, but, like, don't send me pictures of it, or Fair whatever. Fair
0: enough, if you're gonna send a, a, an unsolicited cleaner picture, you're allowed to have a, a, an opinion.
3: Absolutely, and P.S., uncircumcised men, make sure you, like, legitimately is. wash that shit with a lot of soap, because I swear to God, if I have to go down on one more guy that smells like dick cheese down there, I'm turning lesbian.
0: So you're not a Smegma fan, is what you're telling
2: Is anybody? Like, come on. Yeah,
0: come on?
3: No oh, puns.
2: No. Don't no. come on. Don't come on anywhere. <laughs> Do you remember the first time
6: you j- jerked off? What age were you? Probably 11? 10? 10, exactly, right? yeah. It was before I got into wrestling. Yeah, I was watching Married with Children because it was on at 11:25 at Ooh. night. Yeah, you know that. Was it Peggy or was it the daughter? Uh, it was probably Peggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those tight pants. No Marcy one. though. No, God no. <laughs> Looks like Bruce. Which Jenner? Which Marcy? Isn't it? Oh, Marcy's the, the Marcy, neighbor No, the husband changed, not Marcy. Yes. Yeah, definitely Married with Children though. Okay, now now explain it to us though. Take us take us back to that day. All right. Like, uh, I gotta, like illustrate the, the I, I had some random, like, I was obviously getting boners all the time. I yeah. just didn't know it felt good. Didn't, yeah. This is going to get real weird. Uh, no one's listening, don't worry. Yeah, no, I had, like, a rash or, like, a cut or something <laughs> on my arm, and my mom was making me put polysporid on it. Ooh, get a lubricant around. <laughs> and I guess I had polysporid on my hand, and I went to scratch my dick, and I was like, whoa, Hello. So I put more polysporin on my hand, and I continued, and something happened, and I continued to do that at least six times a day for the rest of my life. <laughs> now, so, where were you? Like, living room? Nobody awake? Bedroom. Bedroom? bedroom okay. 11, you 11 had a TV in your bedroom, yeah. eh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, mine was, and I remember
0: it, I, I don't know the age, I'm going to say about 10, that seems like appropriate I figured age. you'd be like four. You're well, a, let's
1: go four. You're, yeah, you're, let's go four.
0: I might have been young, to yeah. be honest, but I remember I used to always take baths. And uh, I'd bring in action figures, or just like Kinder Surprise toys. I only kept Kinder Surprise toys for bats. And I'd always bring in wrestling action figures. I remember uh, I, I at the water, like, filled. And I'm just playing around. And then I remember uh, when I was playing with like, my little boats I got in a Kinder Surprise, I'd always make it float, right? And then I'd make it get a little wavier, right? So I remember to get it wavier, I'd let it float, and then I'd go to the front of the bathtub, like I'm sitting down, and I'd push with my legs and like shoot on my ass across, right? And then I'd shoot back, right? And I'd shoot, shoot, right? And I'd do that to make it wavy, like a wave pool. And then eventually I did it, right? Like I'm just, I'm getting to be good at this. So I roll on my stomach and I start pushing myself. And as I'm pushing myself, I'm like, this feels great. And I don't know why. And I kept doing it and doing it and doing it. I remember water was going everywhere. And I'm just like, it just feels good. I'm just going to keep going. I have no idea what it was. And then it was like, it felt incredibly good. And then I remember it so well, all I could think about was my family. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't like this at all anymore. <laughs> but I did it every time I took a bath. And I took a bath up until I was like 16. Because the scene in Psycho scared the absolute shit out of me when I was younger. I was terrified to get showers. Until I started taking showers in my dad's bedroom. And he's got like the cubicle shower with like the glass doors. So nobody sneak up on me. But that was it. That was the first time for
6: me. Okay. That's so fucked up. Right? That's, that's weird. weird. Yeah. That's First weird. I'm jerking off, I didn't even use my hands, I just... That's not jerking off, swim. man. Masturbating. No, man, if you like, hump someone's leg at a school dance and you bust, then you just, it's not jerking off. Yeah, maybe. Maybe... You, just, I, maybe you just fucked your bathtub, Well, dude. maybe.
2: <laughs> uh, so what was I gonna say? Oh, and uh... Mrs. Michael Rollins
0: just introduced us to a video I wish I never watched. Olivia, do you
7: want to explain what we
0: just watched? It's currently on the TV. I don't even know what you guys just watched. We can watch it later. I don't want to read the search term.
8: Well, I'm on Google and it says Japan Korean poo wine. <laughs> and it about reads
0: exactly what you think. It's about uh, well, the first uh, dialogue in this documentary
8: is a doctor saying,
0: what was it, Mike? I believe
8: <laughs> he said ideally the feces comes from a child between the ages of four and seven. <laughs> and beginning credits, that was how it started. Because uh, their, 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 their feces, their fecal matter is pure and it doesn't smell yet. And they've also been given
1: medication for
5: Roundworm.
0: roundworm I, given me- given medica- I don't know, I don't, I, don't, I don't
8: know, but like, and then he specifically mentions that due to uh, uh, human rights violations, that he's not actually allowed collecting feces. So he, um, there's a mother that, uh, oh, what, did he, what did he call her? Liberal a liberal, liberal open-minded, mo- open-minded mother that is donating uh, her, her daughter's feces uh, to, the, to this medical clinic. And then he, he, he ferments feces and water uh, and, la- and, and like rice pudding for for, for for three days, and then gives them to people with, with broken bones, and then, and then and then when the bones get better, he's just like, see, it, it, it works, but, you know, like, b- bones get, get be- I think they would get better with, without the, you know, the the the, 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 the know, pool water, or, you know, just, like, staying off the, 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 the broken leg. Yes. Is every bone in their
3: body broken, and that's why they can't
8: resist tricking this That's why. No. Yeah.
3: wine was a great pain reliever, it had 9% alcohol content, so I'm
0: pretty sure it's just the booze. See, so you get drunk off four-year-old shit and <laughs> heal all your broken bones.
8: So I, wonder, I wonder what happens when this person turns eight years old it is and, no it, and his, his, poo, his uh, Korean, Japan, Japanese, Winnie the Pooh wine uh, empire goes out of business. Mike
2: also thought it was funny that I don't like the word poo. <laughs> me and Chuck Taylor wrestling, and the first cue we had was for Drew Gulak to come out. And when
0: I signal for my control, to will cannonball. It was going to be shortly after my hot comeback, which ends with a second rope moonsault. After that, Chuck Taylor would kick out my second rope moonsault and solo corner, in which case I would go to the far corner and I would start tuning up the band and going control, alt, delete. And as soon as I start tuning up the band, I told Gulag that as soon as I stomp once for control, alt, grab my foot. And when you grab my foot, it's gonna interrupt my kind of rhythm. I'm gonna shake you off. Then I'm gonna run at Chuck Taylor like I'm going for my cannonball. But since you've grabbed my foot and taken too long, he's had a minute to recuperate. And I was going to eat a big knee from him and then take a rock bottom. And that was going to be a eat. So I'm there. We told him right before we went out. I was like, all right, watch for the second rope moonsault. That's your cue to get ready. He's like, okay. So I'm there. I hit the second rope moonsault. And I go, I go to the corner. Chuck Taylor salts the other corner. I go, control, alt, delete. The same time I've done a million and one times. And everyone knows as soon as I finish the lead, I start running. Because I'm a bunch of front flip and bury my ass in a guy's face. And I realize Gulak isn't there. So like a god damn idiot, I just keep stopping my foot. I'm like, control, alt, delete. I look around a little, he's not there. And I'm like, uh, space bar, F1, come in. And he's just not there. So now, not only do I look like an idiot, I've given away that I've that we've fucked up a cue. So I run at Chucky. I eat a knee take a rock bottom. He pins me. I'm laughing in the pin. He's laughing. I was like, ah, oh, we're fucked, aren't we? He's like, yeah. So we're laughing. And then the next cue was supposed to be, uh, right after that, I was going to fight off. I was going to fight up. Chuck was going to just push me to the ropes because Gulak was supposed to be out here at this point. I didn't hit Gulak. The spot was supposed was before was supposed to go right. I was just brushing him off. He grabs my foot. I brush him off. I run. Eat a knee. Eat a rock bottom. And now I kick out of the rock bottom. I fight up. Chuck Taylor pushes me to the ropes, in which case Gulak would be there to grab me. Uh, Gulak grabs me. Chuck would take care of the ref, kind of, you know, because refs are always idiots in pro wrestling, which is, which is a discussion on its own, good and bad. And at that point, while I'm being grabbed up against the ropes, Tarek comes out of nowhere, goes to hit me. I duck it. He hits Gulak. Then I, I was supposed to clothesline Tarek over the top rope. So now i bump Gulak and Tarek. So I start fighting back on Chucky. He pushes me to the ropes. Nobody's there. So Chuck grabs the ref. He's distracting the ref. I'm acting like, like I'm being held on even though nobody's there. Yet again, looking like a total idiot. And I'm just obviously waiting for something. And I'm kind of just looking. And nobody is there. It's not like Gulak's coming out. He's just late entirely. He's not there. So then I run at Chucky e. T, I ate a super kick, then I eat a DDT, boom. That's my second falsy. I pick out of that. After that falsy, this is what was supposed to happen because I would uh, Tarek and Drew Gulak are supposed to be bumped. I'm supposed to have bumped them, and the plan was for them to be selling entrance wayside. After I take Chuck Taylor's second false finish, I'm gonna sell into the corner. He's going to tune up the band like he's going to go for my finish, the control, the lead. But the idea was I was going to pop up like Raven does while he's running at me, slap the leg, give him a super kick. He sells out. He sells back again. Oh, my dog's going to step on my goddamn recorder one minute. I hit the super kick on Chucky e. T, okay? He falls backwards. Then I, the super kick was supposed to force me back into the corner. And then from there, I was supposed to do, like, a fancy Dragon Kig Young Buck-style vault over the sec- top rope, jump to the top, and I was supposed to moonsault Tarek and Gulak out of nowhere, who was supposed to be selling there. After the moonsault, I was going to get right back up, go to the top rope, hit a diving top rope X-Factor onto Chuck Taylor. One, two, and right from there, Gulak was supposed to pull the ref out. I thought it would be good, you know, like, not only do I hit a dive out of nowhere on the two unsuspecting victims i hit a false finish and still like the mighty heels they are they still pull the ref out and then from there the ref is supposed to kick them out and then i turn around into a low blow from chuck taylor and then we're going home so i go up to, so i give chuck taylor's running at me to give me the control of delete i super kick him i look out nobody is there not Gulak, not Tarek. So I just go to the top rope. I was like, all right, if they're not there, I'll just hit the X-Factor, and you're gonna kick out. And as I go up top to the X-Factor, Chuck Taylor just yells, this is what he goes. He goes,
9: Gulak, get out of
0: here! So Gulak runs, or he goes, fourth gun, get out here. So Gulak runs over here. So now I'm going to the top rope, but I'm keeping my eye open. And Gulak, he doesn't come anywhere close to me. He goes to the far side and sits down, because he thinks the first cue's coming, right? So now I'm going to the top rope, and Chucky goes like, Go catch his dive! So he starts sprinting over to me from across the ring to catch my dive, but I'm already set up to jump at Chuck, and I was supposed to give Gulak a moonsault. So now, trying to save face, I just fall off the top rope and give the worst, like, macho man double axe handle of all time. No form, no style. I basically just dead fish onto him. Then I go up top, hit the X factor, and pulls the ref he pulls the ref out the ref kicks him out and that's it and now so Tarek has not shown up at all yet so now he's being kicked out gulak's being kicked out so i'm like leaning up against the ropes yelling at him acting like i'm all pissed because he broke up my uh my big false even though that's the one part we planned and uh but we're just laughing at this point like not one moment has come by where i was angry i'm just laughing and now it gets even funnier because as I'm looking at Gulak, as he's being escorted out by the ref, I can see Tarek peeking through the curtain. And not only is he peeking through the curtain, the look in his eyes of like, he's you know that scene in the Puss in Boots or whatever, when his eyes get really big and he's just like, oh, oh what's going on? What's going on? That's Tarek because he knows he's late and he doesn't know what to do and he just looks at me and i just look at him and i just like wave my hands and i'm like don't bother
2: man don't bother it... my grandfather died my grandma died and my grandfather died
0: so i lost that's on my dad's uh, side of the family uh but when my grandfather died my grandma was still alive And uh, not only did my grandfather and dad, not only were they both legitimate undertakers and funeral directors, uh, they were the Christmas lights people. But um, I said that in reverse. I should have said, not only did they love Christmas, uh, they were both funeral directors. But when my grandfather died, uh, he was cremated and we all went up uh, when he died and went up to see grandma and whatnot. And we all handle death very strange because we all grew up around it, you know. Death is the family business, and we get it. We're not, we're not an emotional family on any level, you know. Like if somebody cries, it's okay, but if you do it too long, we'll probably start joking, making fun of you. But when my grandfather died, he was cremated at the local funeral home. He Actually, the funeral home in which he sell, sold his funeral home to. It was the Sturrock family funeral home, and then he sold it when he retired. So we picked him up at his old funeral home. Uh, not the one my dad worked at, because my dad moved to Hamilton and worked at a different one. But I remember when we had to go pick up his ashes, and my dad asked me if I wanted to come. So I was like, yeah, sure. So at this time, I'm with my ex-girlfriend and all the families at grandma's, and I'm just like, all right, we're just going to, since Elora is so small, I'll be back in five minutes. We're going to go pick up, uh, uh, oh, my God, I can't think. We're going to go pick up. Granddad's ashes, and then yeah, we'll be back. And uh, so we picked him up, and I didn't realize they come in literally like a, a bag in a cardboard box.
8: So I remember I
0: got the ashes, and I was like, "Are we supposed to have it in an urn?" And he's like, "Yeah, we're supposed to, but I'm gonna put it in since uh, I basically do this." My dad talking, he's like, "I'll put them in since I do this daily, you know, for other people." So I was like, "All right, I guess that makes sense." So we we pull up in the driveway, everyone's inside still. And uh, my dad gets the urn. Nobody knows we're there yet. And we're like, all right, got to put his ashes in the urn. And we're in the back of his uh, Buick Rendezvous uh, SUV. And we're like, geez, we're going to make a mess. We need some kind of uh, funnel or something. So I run in. I was like, uh,
4: anybody got a funnel?
0: And my grandma is not doing a keg stand or funneling beer. So she's like, no, no, I don't know. Why do you need one? It's like, oh, just, just ask him, don't worry about it. So, I'm looking around. I'm trying to find paper to make, like, a cone to funnel his ashes in. And I just can't find anything because it was just garbage day. And then finally, I find this old oil funnel. So, I was like, you want to use this? It's dirty. My dad's like, yeah, fuck, it, yeah, might as well. So, we put this giant oil filter. And, like, this urn is not, like, Paul Bear's size urn. It's, like, just a small little thing. It's almost the size of, like, a coffee mug. You know, it's not big. He wasn't an obese man. He doesn't got a ton of ashes. So little, there's a little hole in it, and then we got this like garbage bag full of ashes, so we're trying to pour it in. Not only is it sticking to all the bullshit on the funnel, like, it's getting clogged and whatnot, and then we're starting to laugh, and now since it's clogged, it's backed up, and the ashes are on the top, we're laughing, and then the the air coming out of our laughter is blowing it all around. I'm wearing this black, long-sleeved, like, waffle iron shirt. You know, like, waffle iron. I think that's what they're called. It's like what long johns are made made out of, like, that look. And it's just long sleeve and black. I'm fucking covered in my grandfather's ashes. He's all over me. Me and my dad were just like, he never did it, but I had to step back for a minute. I'm just like, holy shit, this is way fucked up right now. Way fucked up. But it was hilarious, and then we get his ashes in the urn, we go inside, we give it to my grandma. I cannot stop laughing. And then my brother, his fiancé, and my girlfriend are all just like, what are you laughing at? They're looking at me, and I'm trying to, like, brush myself off, but it looks like I just walked through a sandstorm. And then finally, like, my brother starts laughing because he gets it, and then his fiancé gets it, and then my girlfriend gets it, and she is just horrified. So I thought
2: that was a little funny story to um, kill a little time. God damn much i've never felt
0: that gross in my life and me and my girlfriend have a strict no policy uh no farting policy you know i don't want to hear her fart and i don't want i'm not gonna fart in front of her you know treat others how you want to be treated when we have to take a dump in the house you know we do it like it's like bridges spies in this place you know people are tiptoeing to the toilet you know multiple flushes you know, aerosol cans going crazy, windows open, like, we just, it's, we're weird like that, and I'm happy with it, I want to keep that, I don't want to walk in on her taking a deuce, you know, I don't ever want to smell that, I'll never be able to look at her the same, you know, never ever, and I try to keep that, the same goes with me, you know, if I have to take a dump, and uh, you're home, you know, I'm going to go to the neighbor's backyard and go in the back corner, I will squat in rose bushes if I have to, you know let's keep some kind of uh uh i don't want to say secret some kind of privacy in this relationship so we have a strict we have a strict bottom you know flatulence slash uh feces policy going on and last year at christmas i was so full i was sitting on the couch all my other family is uh, in the dining room eating still or just like kind of talking and I needed to spread out a little I'm on the couch my girlfriend comes out she's across the room we're looking at each other probably 10 feet away and I was like I feel so gross and we're just like I'm so bloated she's like what's wrong you got a fart I was like yeah and typically she won't ask that and if she does I'll say no and it's not because I don't think farting's hilarious if you're a guy and you're around me let him go you know the playing field is open. But when you're somebody that I'm sharing a bed with and maybe even doing disgusting things myself down in that part, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear smell or see anything coming out of those bits. You know that makes sense. Even if you're another girl and you fart, I'll be grossed out, but I'm not the one banging you, so I'll get over it. So she's like, "What's wrong? You got a fart?" And I was like, "Yeah, I do." She's like, "Let it go." And she's like, Calling me on, right? Not thinking I'm gonna do it. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm gonna. She's like, go, go. It sounded like I don't even know what is, what is something I can describe this as. Put it this way: we were looking at each other across through ten feet away. Her hair was blowing back for multiple seconds. You know, this sounded like the bomb that was dropped on Japan you know, probably louder and probably more people lost their life. You know, cars outside, I could hear their brakes go like, Arr! we don't have a record player, but it's scratched. And there was a moment of silence. My girlfriend's eyes grew so big, her balls almost fell out of her head and she just stormed up and went downstairs to where my room was. And then everybody in the dining room didn't make a noise. And then all of a sudden, you know, amidst the cloud of gas, I just see my brother and my dad laughing
2: their ass off. And then my mom go, You're disgusting, Kurt! Look, she's leaving now! Listen to Brady Wedham's demo 1998. Search that on
0: YouTube. We'll no. give out the link after this so you can find it too.
1: I the shit out of He's this in board. so
0: many commercials that you'll fucking remember. But right before we did this cold open, he brought up uh, a popular young lady's name, nope. and he said he didn't want to talk about her, and then probably drops her name just her, name. So. What's her name? Hey, uh Alicia Cuthbert. Oh. So, why don't you just uh, unravel that? You can even bitty. lie to us.
5: Tickle bitties? biddies. What does that mean? I gave her a couple kisses. Yeah, wear it on them. I tried on the to, curtains? I tried those. That's as On the, the curtains? It's, <laughs> it's just, no, okay. It is, no. The curtains. a lovely lady. She has a very successful husband. She's she dating Jesus. a maple leaf or
0: something,
6: right? Uh, I think he's a senator now. So, I thought he was an oak leaf. I'm not a. Uh, well, uh, oh,
5: oh! Oh, you're, you're funny. funny. Uh, <laughs> my, he was literally like, I don't watch a lot of
0: hockey, he might be, I don't
5: know. I almost got the, the gig pretty much for probably mechanics before I kind of buried myself and didn't realize it when I told him I couldn't swim. That's so funny. And uh, so they flew me down to Montreal to do like a camera test and all that good stuff. And, uh, and we have to also keep in mind
4: that 12 or 13, 14, like, was, uh, how old are we talking? Still banger.
6: Yeah, correct. I, I was bang. either
5: a year older than she was, or she was a year older. At least finger, ba- like we're in the finger banging
6: to banging stage. So oh, I'd lose my wristwatch. Really? Just or out, yeah. yeah. Or it was
5: vice versa. I was either 13, she was 14. It was back and forth. So, so you were not that stage days. in your life. Yeah. I just like I I like, made out with her and felt her. Over so those. you made out with her. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Like where
0: did you like make out with her?
5: In a hotel room. So my. So mom, you were doing the pilot or hotel room. Her mom and her mom had a hotel room. My mom and her mom went hung out, and me and her in one hotel room. And I tried to actually turn or not god bless you god, yeah, were you yeah, in her room or your room no we were in her room so uh, she would have got her mom would have got the bill exactly
0: <laughs> 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 no, 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 you yeah. don't got the bill popular mechanics yeah right?
5: that's, yeah, that's true absolutely but you, you don't even know your
0: parents I know you're still adolescent but like I'd still imagine they're gonna be like they're yeah, probably gonna try to do what they think her mom would have got the dirty
5: sheets his mom saw some shit yeah my mom's seen some crazy ass shit with me she watched me go watched me go from an honor roll student at a private school, private or a private Baptist school, and being an honor roll student there and being like a class clown, but always going straight and narrow, right? Yeah. And three years later, I'm like, oh, hello, and she's catching me in hey. How old are you in your new book? You know, i third early. Holy star. Did you have your license? Hey, Ben Warrens is here. <laughs> <laughs> Wild What's
2: the procedure if you're attacked? They must go over. i are supposed to hit the silent alarm. Oh, just let them stand. Just let you beat
4: the shit (laughs) out of you, yeah.
0: (laughs) You try killing me, you you have six minutes. You can can fight fight back. You can fight
4: fight back, but they don't want you to fight back. No,
7: for sure not. They're
4: like just a boycott. Open the doors, tell them to
7: leave. You have an anti fighting background, though. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, yeah. (laughs) You're an amateur fighter, what are you talking about? You're not seeing
0: my XKW, bitch? (laughs)
4: Saying (laughs) you're there. Actually, the just two hilarious stories. One yeah, give them to me. is this guy used to be a bus driver like years ago. So
7: he came on. So Peter he
4: had, he's he has like dementia and stuff. Like he's all fucked up. He comes along with his walker.
7: And pan.
4: Well, you don't right. pay with walkers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Walkers
4: wow, at What about canes? they used to be free walkers are free the wheelchairs are free wheelchairs are and free
1: and the people in Europe and are free too right yeah. <laughs> yeah
4: so buddy gets on and he's just driving around and then he gets to take shit so he just drops around and just squat oh, over God, the seat bless him. just just drop the dump right in the front seat
7: bless him are you
1: fucking
4: serious if you get on the bus don't sit in the front seats that's where all the old people sit and they all piss and shit themselves in the front really? Seat. yeah oh, I was so- those seats are disgusting when the bus those are the seats you fight for God
8: damn it. There was oh, a and then, uh, took
1: a shit
8: just dropped,
4: and his name was Ray. But you clean?
6: you didn't clean it.
4: No, it wasn't even my bus, this is someone else's bus. Oh, okay. But it's like a legendary story, yeah, but he yeah. just dropped the Drops shit. Trout. Yeah. it off. And, yeah, and the low. cops know who Ray's he sick.
1: is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> Excuse me, I need off that It smells like shit
4: in here. Oh, uh, the other one is this bus is like, stopped, and the bus pulls up behind it, and the driver gets off, and she's like freaking out. So the driver gets off, and he's like, what's wrong and she's like this guy in the bus so he walks over and buddy's got his pants down just dick out in the he middle of the up. bus so the driver goes on and he goes
2: put your fucking cock away I remember this <laughs> <laughs> One day.
1: Me and my friends, this is when Backyard Wrestling was getting in, and uh, Elgin had his own league of Backyard Wrestling. Doesn't surprise me. Put himself over. And I, we had a separate league. Okay. Right? Me and another fat guy, we were the biggie boys. (laughs) I was XL, and he was too big. (laughs) two G's in that, <laughs> right. a Gigi. and uh, there was the Suicide Kid Sexy Alexi and we would all get into uh, Justin Collins' backyard and we'd be jumping off the garage and my finishing move was I would drop my pants <laughs> Sorry, shove my dick between my legs go Mangina and then the my, uh, the my whoever I was wrestling against would faint <laughs> <laughs> That was my finishing move. Man <laughs> They'd be like, oh no! <laughs> and fall like, over. Like he could not handle it, like, oh it's the man Like <laughs> And like so one day, these guys are like, you know, we should try wrestling with Frobel and his crew. Yeah. That's Elgin. And uh, we're like, oh uh, I was like, I don't think that's a good
7: idea at all. Uh, I don't think he'll be jumping on the mangina.
1: And then, because I, I don't think we uh, were doing it the same way that they were doing yeah. it. And then, like, oh. they said, hey, uh, like, probably uh, you want to do this? And then he's like, yeah, let's do it. We'll have an in-the-park match. I'll bring a bunch of flower pots and fluorescent light bulbs. Jesus. Let's go. <laughs> and we're like, okay. <laughs> like, all right,
6: let's uh, see how this goes.
1: So we all show up at the park. He has a, like, a homemade kendo stick out of, like, bamboo okay. sheets, right? And he's just, like, swinging. He's like, all right, handicap how match. I,
0: how old are we at this time? Grade
1: 11? So it's, uh, 15, 16? 15,
0: 16. Okay,
1: okay. So here's Mike Elgin before he's Mike Elgin, and he's got his kendo stick, and he's just like, okay, you and you, handicap match against me. Like, just excited to be double teamed and know he's going to kill us. <laughs> and just, I'm just like, oh, no. All right. He opens up the match, I kid you not, samurai sword, middle of my fucking head, it just candles me in the forehead. I'm like, oh, oh god, and he's like, wrestling, Like he's just like ready to kill us. He chucks me down a fucking hill, starts being the shit out of the other guy, like this isn't even wrestling, this is just, this shit just him being the fuck out of us in a park. And like, he's just like, like, I'm like, oh god, like, I'm trying to like climb up a hill. He chucks a flower pot down the hill. He's like, I'm gonna break a flower pot on your head. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? Why? Like, I'm so fragile. My finishing move involves me not touching you. It.
8: it involves
1: you looking at my tucked in dick. Like, why are you hurting me in a park right now? This is now? such a-
2: moving forward we did the
0: weed brownie and nothing happened as you can tell and uh so we turned it all off we came upstairs i was tired as shit but that doesn't mean anything like that's not unnormal for me right it was a friday night i work hard during the week waffles you don't need outside and um so we came upstairs we left hocus pocus on the couch and i'm like falling asleep I look over, she's falling asleep beside me, but it's only like, it's not late, it's like maybe 11 o'clock, and then she's eventually like, we're just falling asleep, why don't we just go to bed, and I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. So I get up to let the dogs outside, let them have one last shit before uh, we go to bed, so I walk to the back door, open the door, they run outside, I close the door, and I turn back around and look, and my girlfriend is frozen in the position she just stood up from, and she's just looking at me. I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, I'm fucked up now. And it hit her the minute she stood up. We were totally fine. The minute she stood up, she hit a wall, and she got fucked up. And immediately, not only did she know she was quite fucked up, she knew, uh, because she's a little more experienced in this than I am. And, uh, yeah, she not only knew she was stoned, she knew she had taken too much. So then we went to the kitchen, and she started snacking on everything. So, you know, I'm not going to let her eat alone. What kind of a gentleman would do that? So I started snacking with her, too. She's eating ice cream. She opened a bag of chips. Uh, We split a Uh, Pop-Tart. But she was eating everything. I just had a few things. Yet again, me snacking doesn't mean I'm high. I snack all the time. I don't have these love handles because I um, snack on kale and um, fucking, what else is healthy? Grapes all the time. Ah eh. I like my high high fructose corn syrup, and I've never met a bag of Doritos that I don't like. So I'm eating with her, and then we go upstairs, and she's like moving funny now. She's like, "Holy fuck, I'm fucked up," and I'm like, "Tell me what it is. I want to feel it. Maybe I'm experiencing it, but I'm not paying attention." Uh, so I'm like looking at the walls, waiting for the Stranger Thing monster to come out and get me. Like I'm just trying, I'm trying to like feel off balance. Nothing's happening. I'm totally fine. So we go upstairs turn off the lights, I'm lying down, I'm going to bed, and I can just feel her beside me, and I can tell that she's not, like, relaxed. Because I'm, I'm about to be passed out, I'm in the, you know, fetal position, just about to pass out, and she's beside me, and I look at her, and I was like, what's wrong? And she's up against the headboard, just like, staring, and she's like, I can't go to bed. And all the lights are off, and our room is pitch black, I was like, what's wrong? She's like, ah, I just can't, I'm, I'm too fucked up to go to bed right now. I was like, well, but we're in the dark. Like, how bad can it be? She's like, that's worse. I can see everything still, but it's nothing's the right color and everything's moving a little bit. So I was like, well, I'm going to bed and uh, if you're going to keep me up, go downstairs. So she goes downstairs. She watches The Office until like eight in the morning and I just go straight to bed. And she's like, I cannot go to sleep. So immediately I'm like, I'm not high at all. If you can't, she's like, I want to go to sleep. I physically cannot. It's not going to happen. So I'm like, well, I'm going to sleep. I fell asleep, no problem. But I woke up at like 3 a.m. and the last thing I had to eat was a pop tart when we were snacking. So I'm like, and those are dry as shit, and I didn't have a drink afterwards. So I wake up and I kind of just like look at the clock. Okay, yeah, I know she's still not beside me. I can hear the I can hear the TV going on downstairs. So I'm like trying to get back to sleep but I can still taste the pop-tart in my mouth so I'm kind of just like fishing it out with my tongue you know like sorry for that gross visual but you just like fucking old pop-tart in my mouth I'm kind of just getting rid of it and I've quickly realized not only is this an exceptionally good pop-tart I'm eating it's probably the best tasting thing I have ever eaten and not only is it the best thing I have ever eaten now with every like lick the tongue taste of the pop-tart I get I'm not only tasting this deliciousness I don't even really like pop-tarts but it's literally the best thing I've ever eaten and now I'm able to dissect every single ingredient that I can possibly taste in it I'm taking one taste I'm like "Mm," there's a little cinnamon oh there's a little there's a little uh a little maple in that one Oh, there's the marshmallow from the s'more. Um, there's the graham cracker. And I'm just like, I could have written you the ingredients in this. And even the, like, complicated uh, chemical stuff. I probably could have figured that out if I put, my, I put pen to paper and uh, wrote something at that minute. But that was it. That's the only high I got. I went to sleep right after. I woke up. She was beside me. And she was fucked up all day. And we had a concert that night and uh, she she probably fully recovered we took it friday she probably didn't make a full recovery where she said like
2: i feel normal i feel good until like tuesday 16 years old continue with the story
0: so we're talking about dancing with the stars he pushes me down like i said he's trying kind of checking my kidneys or whatnot and before i fucking know it old fucking lube finger over here, uh, pulls down my basketball shorts, you know, not hard to do with an elastic waistband, and goes knuckle deep into old hacker Scotty O'Shea's rectum and starts feeling around there for my prostate. And I remember this because of the funny conversation we were having. We are talking about Dancing with the Stars. Uh, It's the first time I've ever had a finger in my ass. Last time I've ever had a finger in my ass either. Can't say I liked it, can't say I hated it. But I remember at this time just thinking, this is weird. And uh, I especially knew it was weird when I felt both his hands on my shoulders. But that's a fucking terrible joke that my brother said a million times. He actually lost his ring in my rectum. And when I told him, I said, hey, doc, I think you lost your ring. He looked at me and said, no, I didn't lose my ring. I lost my watch. I'm still here. I'm just waiting for you to finish your laughter. Are you done? Okay, perfect. Yeah, so I remember just thinking, like, man, this is fucking weird. And I thought it was especially weird because, like, I had no heads up that I was going in there for my prostate to be checked because that's what he was doing. Or at least that's what he was acting like he was doing. At least that's what I convinced myself he was doing. So regardless, uh, and I just remember thinking, like, because he gave me no heads up. Like, I don't know, if you're going in for a prostate... I don't know maybe like the day before uh, her secretary calls you and says hey you're gonna have your prostate check make sure you know you clean yourself out so he's not dabbling in the oil fields or anything not he's not getting stuck in the tar sands if you know what i'm saying yeah, it's something he didn't tell me anything and especially because like i said i was going to the gym after this i was in my gym shorts so if this schedule was flipped around and i had just come back from the gym and then i went there he might have to deal with the old mud mud butt and a little bit of swamp ass as well. So I remember just thinking, like, man, he really got lucky on my schedule today. But regardless, I remember I left that day, went to the gym, I came home. My mom's like, how, how was it? I was like, it's fine. But he checked my prostate. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, I guess it's good just to have it checked. And I was like, yeah, I guess it is. And I never gave it any more thought. I knew it was strange, though. And I remember... Uh, it was probably a fucking couple of years later and I told the story to my buddies and they're laughing their ass It could have been even shortly after because I'm sure I made a Facebook status about it as he was fucking doing it. And uh, I did some research and let me do it right now. I remember looking up like early age for prostate. Check. And I'm pretty sure like 35 is like the youngest age, unless you're going in there with like bowels, problems or something, something for him to look into it like 35 to 40 is the earliest. Let me check. Um, What test can detect... Okay, my first link is telling me... (coughs) uh, It looks like it's about 50. So I was a little 32 years premature. Okay, age 40 for men what? Oh, this is risk. What's it saying? It still says, it seems like 40 is like the earliest you go to get your prostate checked. So I was 22, possibly 24 years too early. Half my age almost. I was getting checked too early. But whatever, I remember, like, I told this story, it was funny, it didn't scar me at all, uh, people laughed, I thought it was fucking hilarious, it didn't open a new fetish for me, I wish it did, because um, supposedly, you know, the prostate is supposed to be a male G-spot, and I wish it I wish it did something for me, but I can honestly say it didn't, and you know I would say it if it did do something, because I got no shame. But yeah, so, I remember that ended, and then, when I did blow out my knee, what was that, two years ago, I had to go to him for an MRI to get a referral to an MRI and he had moved locations again and I can't remember where he was this time he, he wasn't a lot further maybe even on we'll still just somewhere else but I remember I walked in and this time what I noticed is there was notices all over his office in the waiting room, in the hallway, in every room, in the washroom, it said the doctor will never be alone with you anymore, for whatever reason. I was like, that's a little fucking strange. But maybe it's like this new law, maybe he's teaching somebody. Fuck, I don't know, I don't overthink things. I don't think things, as you can tell by me mumbling and stumbling over my words. So I remember he came in, he had somebody sitting in the corner basically taking notes for him the entire time. I got my MRI referral, and then I was out of there. And, um, but I remember thinking that was weird, and then it would have been my last week of work, so middle of December, I'm driving to work, and I put all this together, how, like, maybe, like, he's, uh, doing a little funny business, but I was like, ah, whatever, and then literally I'm driving to work, I'm listening to, uh, what was it, 95.3? 94.7, 95.3, uh, Country 94.3, or whatever it's called, uh, the country station in Hamilton. 94.7, Ninety uh, Mike Fuller represent, and it says, like, every hour on the hour gives you the news, and it's like, local Hamilton doctor, uh, loses his license over something, 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 and it just keeps talking, and the entire time it's talking, and I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if it's my doctor, and at the end it says, Dr. Anastasio loses his doctorate license, or whatever, that's my fucking doctor, and if you
2: think I'm calling bullshit on this, all you have to do is quick Google search. This is, I'll this give is, you twenty
5: dollars to what this, this got.
3: <laughs> fuck I, I will it, buy you Princess yeah, Leia.
6: they're liking our stuff. $100. Oh, the Disney one?
3: The Disney bucks. one that oh. you want, if you snort
5: the sauce. Oh, oh, no. You've been complaining about your sinuses all night. No, I'm not I'll sorry. give you
0: a hundred cash to sort it. I'll, <laughs> I'll give you a thousand cash. If you let me to put a dollop on my finger and go up your old mud hole with it. <laughs> oh, Check your prostate. If you with a, all that That's the two benefits right there. Yeah, give like
3: me
0: like a line part. of sauce. All right, Jeff. Yeah. Shut up. You're I'll
5: also like this last. Perched finger, <laughs> finger of your Yep. <laughs> I have sure. yeah, uh, oh This oh one oh was just oh big oh with a sauce. What are oh, you want to trade? I don't want any fun.
2: I don't want to hear yeah. yeah, you ready? Three, you know
0: what? i I'm a better beater than you every day of the week. Never yeah,
1: boy, well, yeah. yeah well, I have sex with girls. You
3: know what?
0: the I'm old of a Her name is Felicity, so crispy mack
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff and Kurt are just going to town right now on these wings. not for fingers! They are licking their fingers.
3: <laughs> that that last them
4: like was There is There is no reaction yet to the wing. Come okay, on. it's just like There
1: it is. The second one was a bad one. The second one was a lot better. Wet white? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think it was?
0: Like
3: a salt package?
0: I'm
3: like,
4: no, thank you. Oh, I got a fatty weight.
7: Your eyes, though, for this. His, yeah, you went for your eyes. Maybe I'll wipe some
6: of that candle
7: wax off, I don't know. <laughs> How are you feeling? You know, it
5: definitely is one. Yeah.
6: That
5: was atheist? We may
4: have broken the mold. Your body can only get hurt so much before it starts to uh, shake. Shut down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, it is
5: bad. Like, it is bad. But if. If we're on a scale one to 10 this is oh, 5. Wait, wait. Is it coming out? I am quite happy that I'm sitting here doing okay. And you
4: guys ate, just ate the last ring and, wing, and you're, uh, you're in rough shape. Ugh. It's gross. My weight is Talking
0: does not help. No, because you... Oh,
4: have. man. There's not luck. I really wanted one. Oh, that's
0: okay. You can
5: take it. Have a carrot.
9: Eric's gonna have a carrot.
5: Now, this is where we order shots of tequila, skip the salt, shoot the tequila, squirt the lemon in our eye. I thought you were gonna do shots. Squirt
3: the lemon in your eye? Yeah,
5: it's a man's shot. You ah, see, when you skip the salt, you can't taste the tequila. that's a nice And then the lemon hurts. Everyone's still alive. Everybody's canad. I will put it in my eyes. Shut this away
3: from us so that they don't try and get me to do anything.
1: <laughs> to pick the carrot in or something.
4: Well,
1: that happened. I really do. Did you want the carrot? Too late, too late now. I don't want the I carrot. Look at
2: him. I'm
4: taking it away. take the carrot,
1: guys. Oh, don't even the worry, the worry about the Thank carrot. Thank you.
2: You have more
4: action. One more time, Joe? <laughs> okay,
3: you want a napkin, but why. Is
4: your tongue <laughs> swollen? Yeah, this is where it's bad.
3: Why are you in the panic for the napkin?
1: And Are you putting
4: a
5: wet nap on your tongue? <laughs> oh, I wish there was video
7: on this podcast. Did you scared me a little bit right now, Jeff. What is happening? over here? Oh, yeah. Scottie O'Shea has his drink down
2: his
7: shirt and just <laughs> sucking from a straw. Non-stop. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Good idea, Sam.
2: Hey, is this Space Monkey? Oh, here
0: we go with that shit again. Hey, so Space Monkey, right? I'm talking to you. It's uh, Hacker Scotty O'Shea. You said you wanted to be on the podcast, right?
9: That sounds like
0: me. That sounds like you. Okay. So thanks for coming on. I appreciate you doing your first out-of-character interview. You know, uh, I heard you on the Cold Cabana podcast playing that monkey bullshit, but I'm happy you gave me the exclusive rights to the first Space Monkey podcast interview out-of-character, and I think a lot of people are excited to hear it uh what are your thoughts on it that sounds like shit sounds like shit you you asked to come on the podcast like i sent out a feeler but you were the one that really wanted to come on how the fuck do you want to get my fucking number how did i get your number you called into me we we put this together this was a two a two-person operation what the fuck you're talking about what are you talking about you said you wanted to do this at To, the night of the Royal Rumble, I was like, hey, we should do a podcast. And you were like, yeah, for sure. Just talking all that shit. What? Shit. We talked about this. Why are you acting like this?
9: Just talking shit. Let's do shit quick.
0: All right, all right, all right. Well, we'll just get some answers. So, uh, you know,
2: we'll
0: you get... The... five minutes. Okay, five minutes. I appreciate it. Jeez, you are so testy. You know, this is why I wanted you to come on on your... Uh, uh, out of character interview because I wanted people to get to know you the real you and uh, you know I don't think you're putting up the the greatest first impression for people like I just hope for if anything I hope you'll hang up on you it up, no, on what are you talking about? Why are you I'm just gonna I just want to ask you some questions that's all I want to do okay that's all I want to do can, can we do this? Hey, what? You know what? What are doing is. Give me a fucking address. Why do you need
9: my address? You... All you gotta do is give me an address,
0: motherfucker. What the fuck you talking about? What are you talking about, give you an address? You've been to my house. Give me a fucking address. What address? You've been here. We watched pay-per-views in my backyard. Give me an address, bitch. All right, relax, relax. Can we just get back into the, like, let's just talk, okay? Um... You won the Young Lions Cup, correct? Oh, Jesus, I'm just asking a question. Okay, you won the Young Lions Cup. Uh, what was that, two weeks ago? How was that? Did you, like, what were, What did a lot of people have to say about it? How would you feel about it?
9: Oh, nigga, fucker! What? Oh, nigga, fucker!
0: That, that's not even remotely what I'm trying to... Okay, you're laughing, okay. Uh, at least you're in a good mood. Young Lions Cup, though, like... The the question I have about that is, Young Lions Cup isn't that for competitors being 25 years and younger? Is that right? Like I I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Well, all I'm saying is I think you're older than me, correct?
9: Just talking all that shit.
0: But is that true? Is that true? Like I'm almost positive you're older than me, right? That's not like me. Okay, well I'm twenty-seven and if you're older than me, that would make you older than twenty-five. How does this how do you win the young lion's cup? Co- oh shit! Alright, alright, I'm sorry. I'm just at this is just simple questions. Yes, you don't have to say that stuff. You know that they all I'm saying is you're probably too young or too old. Is it because you wore a mask? so fucking Jesus. Alright, well, next question. Um Sure. At Alpha One Wrestling, you're dealing with an evil space monkey. Um, if he's anything like your real life personality, uh, I can't imagine how much eviler he could be, because you're you're pretty rough. Like, what are your thoughts on that?
9: Motherfucker. Okay. I got your hole right here,
0: dick sucker. Uh, that's not just answer the questions. Just simple questions. I got some fucking man hole. Jesus
9: bitch!
0: Alright, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, what are your... All right, well, I apologize again. Uh, l- like I said, I just got a few questions, all right? You got
9: five make me so
0: all right, right on. You're giving me another five minutes. Well, I appreciate that. So, uh, your match with... I believe you have a blow-off match with you and Evil Space Monkey, uh... But how was your match last show against Jim Nye you did something like that no, you got my dick hot, bitch. okay so it was good match I'm assuming I guess that's uh monkey lingo for it went well
9: Why you your ass, bitch?
0: my ass or Jim Nye's ass I, I, I'm getting confused who you're talking about here
9: oh, ass,
0: bitch? all right well uh, you know what? I, I I'm starting to feel like this interview isn't going far so uh, I'm just gonna let you go and I can't wait to smoke this motherfucking barrel. Alright, well, like I like I said, I'm gonna let you go. It's been a good time. Alright, uh, you can go whatever you want. Just thank you very much for the thank you. you, the, you I'm, dead dead
9: the side, ass, I'm sorry, I don't know what, hey, you know
0: what I'm like the with the, in the jail, bitch. I want like to my
9: back too. Right. They like over the
0: I don't want to meet you anywhere. I just want to end this interview. It's been a terrible man. like man, This was a bad idea. I want to uh, thanks for coming on. But like at the same time, no, thanks. you. I don't think you've really helped yourself for anything here. Uh, so uh, You've been to my house. You know where I live. I don't know what the deal is. All
8: right. If you keep talking like. I'm going to. I'm going to hang up. and keep acting like
9: this. Uh, all, right, all right. You know what? Facebook. Bye. It's been good. Hey, I'm
2: hanging up. virtual tour and i always knew they the room they hid in was hidden behind um
0: i guess a fake bookshelf it was a real bookshelf but it was a bookshelf disguised as a door and i thought that just led to the attic you know i'm, I'm picturing these people spent two years up where clark griswold stayed when he got locked in the attic in christmas vacation you know like that's what i'm picturing <clears throat> these people stayed in like if you go and watch it, if you ever watched an episode of Friends, that's basically where they stayed, their apartment, like the one with the picture frame behind the people, that one. Maybe not as nice, maybe not as modern, but really, like, they had, a maybe it wasn't a full-size kitchen, but like, it wasn't a kitchenette either, they had everything. The rooms were a little small, and whoever designed it was a little on drugs, like you had to walk through a, Bedroom to get to the washroom or whatnot, but still, like, wasn't nearly as bad as I thought. It was basically a house behind a house. And from the outside, it looked like it was all one house, but it was really like a duplex almost. But I, I was just I was blown away. Like, yeah, it's terrible. What happened to the Jews, believe it or not, I believe is terrible. Uh, I don't know what your opinion on the Holocaust is. I think it's horrendous to try to. Make an entire race of people go extinct. But all this time, I've been thinking these uh these Franks have been living in like a crawl space. But no, their house is probably like seventy five percent as the size of the house I bought. You know, and they didn't have even have to go to work. Yeah, they didn't get time to go outside or whatnot. But like, they had big windows and stuff. I don't know. It's even more impressive that the nazis were this dumb and took so long to find them because they were like hiding in plain sight it's unbelievable you gotta check this out and don't like fact check it with anything i'm saying because i'm sure even though i did watch this tour uh i'm describing it terribly but it, it was fascinating and the the real kicker of it all is and frankly she was like 13 when she finally died you know And, like, not only did she have this terrible story, 13 years old, you know, she's dealing with puberty and, like, her body's changing. She's hiding from murderers for, like, a good chunk of her life. And then when she finally does die, uh, we decide to let's go through her most private of possessions and let's read and publish and distribute her diary to the entire world and not just have it out on bookshelves you know for people to buy if they come across it no we're gonna teach it in schools you know like this girl what a rough life we gave her no breaks at all so Anne frank if i had a drink i'd uh cheers it to you and chester because you guys uh you guys been through some shit and spoiled assholes like me uh are guilt-ridden because i've done nothing all day but crank it a couple times walk my dogs and
2: uh windex the windows
7: so i walk outside open the trunk and i'm standing there it's about you know 10:30 at night i'm standing there looking at my trunk squeezing my legs together like a son of a bitch <laughs> all i hear over the noise of the streets oh! So I'm out there for about two or three minutes and then all of a sudden I feel something drop in my body. All of a sudden I hear like this. And right then and there I look up in the sky and go, Oh my god, I've been shit. My band's right here right now. So with tight legs, I penguin walk to the side of their house, right? In between two houses to the side, and I lean up against the brick wall because I'm sitting there going, Oh my god, I'm gonna shit. It's oh gonna my god, i So I take a couple deep breaths. And then I say, this is happening, oh my god. So I drop my, it's completely black outside, I drop my pants to my knees, and I defecate all over the side of the house. And I'm hearing, because I can't see anything, it's completely black in between the two houses, I'm hearing splashes, right? And I'm hearing, like... Like, you've taken a four-liter jug of pop, and you're just doing this. You're dumping it on the milkshake from the man's hat. out. plop, plop. And then after about, I must have felt like 40 to 50 seconds, I just went there with both hands, spread across the side of the house, similar to Jesus, right in a crucifixion pose, with my legs out. I stopped, and I went, when I saw the breath from from my warm air come out, I went, now what? <laughs> you, what? What do we do here, right? So, I take my hand, because I'm leaning against the brick wall. Yeah. take my hand and I sort of try and scoot up. A oh, foot. so you're in a deep squat. So I'm in, I'm, I'm in a lean. Okay, I see. Get right? your I'm away. leaning because I want to get my pants away. Yeah. So, as I try and climb up the wall, with my legs sutured by my pants. Don't even fucking tell me that. I hit a certain point of the brick the neighbors uh, motion light <laughs> flicks, on, <laughs> flicks on, spotlights me and everything around me goes dark because now around me is bright Yeah, and everything it's the, it's the anyway. so I stopped and it was like a, uh, a 1980s criminal on the side of a building doing the double stairs around and then I just went, oh my god, I gotta get my pants up all of a sudden the neighbor's dog sees the light starts barking incessantly rawr, 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 rawr. I panic. I panic. I reach down. I grab my pants. I start reefing them up. And as I start reefing them up, I slip on the snow, and ice that's below me, and don't I face plant, chest first, into my own shit? <laughs> I love it. You get that laugh? I reach up from the ground like a horror film I look at my hands and arms and start screaming <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 and dry heaving of course because I'm covered in my own shit <laughs> all over my t-shirt oh, oh, oh. now the gig is up. I yeah. roll, I, I uh, what's it called? Barrel roll. Barrel roll into the, into the side of the house and then roll back again, because I don't know where the hell I'm going. I take my pants, I suture them up over my guts, I put my pants on, and again, like a walking dead zombie, starts strolling back to my car, <laughs> covered in my own shit. So now I go, well, what am, what am I going to do? Yeah, it's They're hard done. to pass this one off. We're done. And I said, you know what? No, we're not done, because there's a 24-hour Walmart just down the street. So I go to my trunk, take out two or three gym towels that I borrowed, <laughs> I cover my seat in the back of the <laughs> <laughs> just like I use their facilities. <laughs> um, so I cover my seat with my towels, go sit in my car, and I had standard at the time, so I'm driving stick with a shitty hand. I drive to the 24-hour Walmart. I walk in, the Walmart greeter that's there is looking at me like... And how covered? Like, like, oh, like, I just splattered all over Like here. a drink on you? Yeah. Oh. And like all down the back of my, like the small of my back. Because I, I then sutured my, I pulled my pants right up. Oh. And, and I rolled around in it. So it's all in my leg. It's all on my shoe. So I walk in, the lady looks horrified when I walk into the Walmart. I calmly walk over to the men's department. I see a $5, uh... Purple pair of track pants, mm-hmm. and I bought a five-dollar, ten-dollar white T-shirt. So I calmly walk over with two set items, go to the counter, and the young girl that was at the counter was completely mortified and disgusted as I stood in line <laughs> and walked up and paid for it. Didn't crack a smile. I just imagined Didn't you know, like was, nothing's wrong. Yeah, I was dead. My eyes were dead inside. I, I, I had just experienced the worst trauma I've ever experienced in my life, and then I just laid them down. And then she told me what the price was, and I held up my debit card, and she goes, uh, you can put the chip in there. <laughs> and I put the chip in with my pinky, which I seemed to be the only shitless digit I had, uh, put in my pin, and took my card out. And then I didn't even wait for her to give me a receipt or ask me for a bag. I took the two hangers. Thank you, sir. Walked, <laughs> Walked past the greeter again into the washroom, grabbed every roll of toilet paper out of the three stalls, and then proceeded to do the best cleanup job I could. <laughs> Socks, garbage, pants, garbage, underwear, garbage, shirt, everything. It was like it was like a homeless man went in there and just <laughs> exploded and <laughs> busted is what happened. The toilet was it was just a, everything was a mess. Oh. So I put on my purple jogging pants and my t-shirt. Great get up on date night. Right, <laughs> especially now because you're thinking February. Yeah. And I'm coming out now with uh grimace track pants and a t shirt a t shirt in the middle of February. So I walk back to my car, I take the towels, and I strategically place them on the floor of the parking lot. Because <laughs> there's no saving them. I get back into my car and I drive back to her friend's house. How long how long is this been so before? this was about a forty minute process. Right? Oh wow, okay. So I pull up, I walk in the house. No sooner do I walk in the house than they're all standing there and my girlfriend is Where the fuck have you been? Like, what are you doing? Where were you? And then she stops and goes, What the hell are you wearing? (laughs) And I look over her shoulder, and I say, Thank you for a wonderful night. (laughs) And I look at her, and I say, I'll be in the car. And I walk. That is is the best exit you could possibly... That's all I did. With respect and dignity. So, she gets into the car a couple minutes later, I don't even say anything back up, and I start driving back to her house to drop her off. Well, I don't understand where you've been. Why are you wearing these clothes? Like, what the fuck happened to you? You're so rude. Didn't say a single word to her. She goes, what, like, are we even, like, do you still want to take the long way home? And, no, and I looked, no. I looked at her and I said, no, thank you. I dropped her off and she, and she goes, I dropped her off and she goes, are you even going to tell me what happened? Like, And I said, no, I shake my head. Don't even say anything. So she gets out of the car she leans back in, like, something's up, what happened? And I drove away. Oh my god. I didn't say anything, so I called her the next night, or the next day, actually. We talked a little bit, so a day or two later, I ended up telling her what happened. Yeah, yeah. And I said, listen, do not tell your friend what I did to the side of their house. Do not, please do not. (laughs) Let's pray pray for a tropical (laughs) rainstorm in February. So so a week week goes by, and her friend goes to her, because they work together, her friend goes to her, oh my god, you wouldn't believe what happened. (coughs) And she goes, what? She goes, uh, Ted was just going. He went to the back shed to grab a ladder because we were fixing something in the basement. And they backed onto a ravine. Okay. She goes, so he went back there to grab the ladder out of this shed, and she, he came back, and some moose like exploded <laughs> all over the side of the house, just shit all over the house. <laughs> some of my girlfriends are laughing. And I said, a moose? That's that's exactly what you thought? A, a, the animal the size of a moose <laughs> couldn't have come from a human. <laughs> so the shit, the shit was not human because I guess it was mashed and rolled and spread out into a large... This animal rolled <laughs> in its own shit! <laughs> they assumed a, a, a forest creature came in and shit all over the side of their house. And they never, like...
0: If I was them, I'd probably put the pieces together. I'd be like, man disappeared. There's shit on the side of our house. He's in totally different clothing. Didn't say anything to us. I'd be like, I'm not a detective here, but my senses are
7: tingling. Yeah, well I'm sure she told him once we broke up. That's hilarious. But Yeah, All that was problem, it. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Plus that son of a bitch. Remember that moose? Yeah, it was him. <laughs> <laughs> shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I fell in my own. Fell in my own shit.